Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. NFL insider, columnist, he's standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, my man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what's been your uh, biggest surprise? And and thank you once again, Frank, always for coming on. Uh, when you look at for what training camps and preseason are worth, what they mean, what's something that you've seen happen that you think is important for a team when they start hitting the regular season field? Yeah, and I, I think the biggest thing that I've seen this month is the Steelers and Kenny Pickett in particular. They've looked great. I mean, that. who cares? Like, you don't want to be the champions in August to get that. But when you have a second-year quarterback who, you know, he was up and down as a rookie. I don't think he was great. I don't think anybody would say he was great. But he had some good moments. And then he comes back and, and basically looks like a different player. <laughs> it's it's obviously uh, attention-getting. You, you wonder, like, uh, you know, is has he taken the next step? Is he going to be really good with, with a lot of good weapons around him? And if he is... Can the Steelers compete for a really, really tough division? I mean, if we're taking preseason a little too seriously, then yeah, he looks like that kind of guy who's making a big leap in a second year. Steelers obviously finished last season strong. So if I had to pick out one thing, I mean, there's been others. Jordan Love looked really good for the Packers. I, I thought they've been good. Yeah, I mean, there there's been other teams that that have been, you know, pretty good in the preseason for what it's worth. But I mean, I, the, to me, the biggest story the, of August is how good the Steelers have looked. Yeah, and I agree with you on the Steelers, and they've they've looked at midseason form again for what preseason is worth. Hard Knocks gave me a look inside the Lions last year, where we watched them finish eight and two. But I thought there was something there. And this year, when I look at the Jets and what they've acquired offensively with what they had from last year, and I look at that defense and I just get that vibe of this team, man, I I think the Jets could have a monster season and even be a Super Bowl team. Yeah, they really could. I mean, you mentioned the defense, and and it's looked great this preseason. For what it's worth, again, I mean, who knows? Like, you know, I mean, the games change a lot in September, right? But they're flying around the ball. They're making plays. Like you said, the offense is added, obviously, quarterback. I mean, it's just the the only hang-up I have with the Jets is – the division. I mean, the Bills are really, really good. The Dolphins, as long as two is healthy, they're going to be really, really good. The Patriots aren't bad. They're not a gimme like, when they're on your schedule. So with the Jets, if they play in the AFC South or the you know, the, the NFC West or whatever, I might be like, yeah, that's the team. But you play in this lo- loaded AFC East, and it's like, okay, this team could be really, really good and finish third. I mean, that's that's how good the AC East is this year. But I, I, I agree with you in, in you know, generalities that the, the Jets do look very good on paper, and they could be a Super Bowl team this year. Well, who's on the flip side of this? And Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Who's a team you, you think that – on paper, and some thought you said Jordan Love looked good. It could be the Packers, but on paper they look good uh, after last season ended, going into this year. But they could hit a wall. Who's on that list? I mean, the answer I've been given, uh, been giving, and uh, I mean, I know nobody agrees with me is the 49ers. I mean, it, we're just convinced that Brock Purdy is a superstar. 
we're not paying any attention to the losses they had in the pre in the off season. Like, you know, they, they lost some good players like Mike McGlinchey, their right tackle. They lost Demico Ryan's, who I think is a fantastic defensive coach. They got nothing out of the draft because of the basically because of the Trey Lance trade and also the Christian McCaffrey trade. I get that the the 49ers look great at the end of last season, and and everybody thinks Kyle Shanahan can take anybody off the street and turn them into uh, Tom Brady, but. I just wonder if they're going to be the team that struggles a little bit. Some team always does. Some team we think is a top-five team that there's no chance are bad ends up missing the playoffs. And I don't know that the 49ers miss the playoffs, but if they go 10-7 and and don't beat the Seahawks for the division, I, that's a disappointing year for them. So the 49ers are the team. I'm kind of going into the season saying I'm not totally as high on, every, on the 49ers as everybody else is. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, the NFC North, uh, a lot of people feel the Bears are coming. Uh, the Vikings still have an offense, at least with receivers and cousins. And you mentioned Love looking good uh, with Rodgers gone in Green Bay. We know what Detroit has right now. I think they have the most depth I've ever seen with the franchise across the board. Uh, your thoughts on the NFC North as we're a little more than a week out from the start of the 2023 season. Yeah, I'm just dismissing the Bears. And, you know, if Justin Fields takes a leap and is a much, much, much better passer than he's shown, then fine. I'm willing to live with that. But I, I don't, you know, they were a 3 and 14 team last year. I don't know how they're in playoff contention after what, adding a few off ball linebackers? I mean, DJ Moore's great. He should be really, really good for them. But I still think this Bears team is a double digit loss team. I still think they finished the last place. Minnesota's going to come back to earth, but they're not bad. Like, I, I think that it's been overblown how, you know, they were lucky last year. Everybody knows that. Well, it doesn't mean they're going to be some 3-4 win team. I mean, they'll be around 500 and in the mix, and to me, the Packers are the team. I, boy, Jordan Love looked good in the preseason. I don't know what it means, but he looked like a different guy. I mean, watching him last preseason to this preseason, it looks like he's just improved leaps and bounds, a lot more confident. I think that team's going to rally around him. I think they're going to really compete with the Lions for the division title. I, I, I get every reason why anybody would pick the Lions to win the division, but it's not like they're perfect. Everybody likes to talk about the 8-2 finish and not mention a 1-6 start. It was the same team. Just because one happened after the other doesn't, doesn't mean we need to ignore one of them. Their receiving core is really, really thin after St. Brown. I don't think James, I, I just think Jamison Williams is shaping up to be a bust. I, I don't know how you could depend on him at this point to help you there. And then, you know, the defense it did make a lot of improvements in the offseason, but they have a long way to go, too. They, they were pretty bad last year, for especially the first part of the year. So I just I, I probably Honestly, I'm probably going to pick the Packers to win the NFC North. Maybe a little contrarian there. Maybe try to be a little different. But I just think this Packers team is the most underrated team right now as far as what people think versus what they could be. His name is Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com, National NFL columnist, joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line here on the huge show across Michigan. I, I will agree with you when we were all talking today at the Michigan Sports Network Day here at the Tullymore Golf Resort and some of our marketing partners are asking me about the Lions, and I said, okay, I, have, I really have two flags. I have one is that they've started 0-10-1-1-6. and 
besides that, it's been beautiful. Yeah. What can they do to get out of the gate and seriously go 6-1 and one and distance yourself from the Bears, Vikings, or Packers, like you said, who could uh, win the NFC North? And I think it really depends on Jordan Love being the quarterback uh, that they hoped he would be when they drafted him. Two is Jamison Williams falling down that bus path on highly drafted. And when I say highly drafted, I mean uh, top ten picks. And he got Charles Rogers and Mike Williams. And, uh, again, I- I'm not going to – Completely go south on Jamison over gambling, but, you know, drops, looking not prepared. Uh, you know, you're young. You get caught up in the money and the fame. Uh, you take a big hit, I think close to $7 million with the suspension uh, because of lost wages. I, I've i seen flashes where he could be something, but uh, he needs to step up and be that guy. I will say there may be a small safety net and Jameer Gibbs, that he's almost as fast as Jamison. Uh, they're using him in the slot. He can be a deep threat. They got Laporta. They added Montgomery. Uh, the Lions' offensive upgrades since beating the Packers on that Sunday night have been amazing. Their defensive upgrades have been there. But, uh, you know, can Jamison come back after six games and help this team win? I think that's the most important thing about this season. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, that's, I mean, one catch last year. And, like, I, I, I think we've talked about it right after he got suspended. I don't agree with the rule. I think it's silly, like, what he got suspended for. But him not knowing it shows a lack of maturity. I mean, it's, he'd be a pro. He's done nothing to this point to, to really kick up any confidence that he can be the guy that the Lions really need him to be. And goodness knows, I'm not hoping for this because I'd love him as a player, but what if St. Brown gets hurt? What happens then to that receiving core? I mean, they're so thin without him. I just worry about that. And again, the Lions are good. I I mean, if, if you're offering me even odds, I, I'd almost have to bet the Lions, right? But the I, I just I, I think we're underestimating the Packers of what they can do in this division. And maybe overestimating the Lions for how they finished. I mean, and I hate to, and it, it's probably, honestly, I hate to say this, but the Lions' history plays a factor here. I mean, they've not won a division title since 1993. It's hard for me to wrap my head around mm. the Lions are just a runaway favorite in this division and going to win it by, you know, have it clinched by Thanksgiving. Like, they're still the Detroit Lions, and it's still hard to kind of get your head around that. That's why I, I say the start is a must. It's necessary that after the first two years of Holmes Campbell and so many positives, like I said, player depth like I've never seen before in Detroit, including now having Bridgewater backing up golf. And I thought Teddy settling in to a new offense looked pretty good uh, in the Carolina preseason game, but it is preseason football. Uh, but they need that 4-2, and 5-1 and one start. Needs to happen. I know they open up at Kansas City coming up a week from Thursday. Uh, but for the Lions to get where I think they can go this year, and begin what should be a salary cap window with young talent, one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest, across the board in the NFL. With that comes maturity, and with that comes the need for a fast start to this season. Yeah, and you mentioned the game one, and it's fascinating. I mean, if Chris Jones is not there for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean – 
Boy, the Lions can score a lot of points. The Chiefs defense without Chris Jones is really scary. I mean, they're they're not going to be very good, and we might see a shootout on Thursday night, and that that will be like the Lions don't need to go in Arrowhead and win, right? Like, I mean, who expects that? Nobody would. But if they go in and lose a. 34-31 game that comes down to the end. I think I think all Detroit fans would go out of there saying that was perfectly fine. That that was a good start to the season, even though we're zero and one. We're on the right track. Whereas you just don't want to see them. You know, you don't want to have the snowball after that, and you also don't want to see them get blown out on opening night. You don't want to see it, you know, twenty-eight-seven or anything like that. It's it's really kind of a key test for the Lions, just almost for their confidence early in the season to say, no, this is not going to be another one and six start. This isn't going to be one ten and one. We're a completely different team, and I think you set the tone right away in that first Thursday night in Arrowhead. Frank Schwab, Yahoo.com. NFL season is almost here. Lions will be a part of it. Chiefs will be celebrating another Super Bowl trophy, uh, ring, and also banner inside uh, Arrowhead. Frank, always good to hear your voice when I do. I know football is close. Thank you, my man. Absolutely. I appreciate it.